0: Welcome to the fourth episode of Baby Period. I need to get an intro. I don't know what kind of intro to do. I'm probably going to use that. Anyways, how are you doing? How are you feeling? (coughs) How are you genuinely feeling? That's good to hear i don't think you're gonna answer i'm just kidding anyways let's get into my bs of whatever i'm gonna be talking about i literally even forgot i was supposed to be doing this because baby my airy side is like we're gonna start one thing today and we're not gonna finish it because we have another plan tomorrow Listen, I was so frustrated listening to the last episode because of my fucking throat. Because maybe I don't know what's going on. It's not aligning. It's not aligning with how I want my voice, my sound to come out. It's like, it's like I don't, I don't know what it is. I don't know. But anyways, I want to let you guys know if you haven't read this book definitely go read it i haven't read it yet <laughs> but so it's by said guru i <coughs> if you know said guru you baby that man is my father he's really not but he is the most amazing man after you if you are even watching this after you listen or watch this please go check him out because i I adore that man. I I love that man. He is amazing. He's an amazing teacher. Listen, he is probably the definition of a Virgo. You know I'm into this astrology BS. But listen, I love the way he teaches because he was his life purpose was to teach. And the way he explains things, so beautiful, phenomenal. Um I just want to read you a part of this story that I'm still flipping. (laughs) Uh, I just want to read you this first part, which is like, this is such a funny story. Um, I don't know if I should read it to you to give you a little bit of an idea. So the book name is Karma, a yogi guide to crafting your destiny, baby okay um i'll kind of read you the first part because it was so beautiful and that's all i've read so far so um if i do come across really interesting parts i'm pretty sure this whole thing is interesting because listen that man is so wise so knowledgeable i hope that's the right way i'm saying it but he's pretty amazing um i I guess I'll just tell you uh i'll kind of summarize it because reading this whole thing it's like maybe two pages it's my, it might take a minute, but basically it was about um he's sharing a story about this guy who kept taking loans and he never pays it, so he runs away, he takes a loan, he runs away, and this one time, him and his fiance. <coughs> Decided to take uh, a cruise. Well, not a cruise, but like a, a boat trip. It was his boat taken by a load. And uh, they decided to go and venture out in the ocean, in the middle of the ocean. And then somehow the boat cracked. It was a huge disaster. It was like Titanic. It seems like it. The way it was described, it seemed like it was some Titanic um, situation that occurred and the guy and the woman his wife swam over the nearest shore and (laughs) the wife was losing it she's like oh my god like we we don't have anything to eat we don't have anything like we don't know anybody there's nothing here and he was just sitting and praying I guess like kind of meditating and she asked him how can you sit still like that and (laughs) I think they were in Mexico at this point, and he told her that he has been taking a loan. First time he took a loan in Tennessee and he went over to Seattle. I'm probably saying this wrong, but like he went to Seattle and then from there he took a loan, he went to Texas, and then on and on. He keeps taking these loans and running away, and somehow uh, those people keep finding him to get, you know. Literally finding him, like, hunting him down. And, uh, hold on. I am zoning out. I have these moments, guys. I literally, I'll be having a whole entire conversation. And my brain just be like, zoop, maybe It's like, it's time to take a break or something. I don't know. My brain does, I don't know. Anyways, uh, staying in track. (laughs) Uh, Um, so he kept... So they kept chasing him every state he went. So then he went to Mexico. And he told her, my de- my beloved wife, don't worry. They're going to come find us. <laughs> his whole karma was kind of built. I guess that's what he was trying to explain. Like his whole karma was built as to like, you know, they will find us. Even though we're in the middle of nowhere, they will know how to find us because he has taken a loan. And um, they will hunt him so he can pay them back. It was such a funny story yeah um I am still on like the third page if you i I listen go listen to him on YouTube I would love to have him on my uh, startup podcast because maybe I I would I, nothing that I would love to have sad geeky sad baby I oh, oh man I love him I love him okay uh, not idolize him I just want to say that because Never idolize anybody, okay? They are still human who make mistakes. Uh, Yeah. (coughs) So another thing is... um, So like the other day, I had the most weirdest dream, okay? It was so fucking creepy. I don't want to say it was creepy, but it was so weird. (coughs) You know those dreams where like you're in your house, you open the door to the bathroom, and you're somehow in Egypt. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's so bizarre, so weird, so strange. And uh, I was having one of those. So I was with some people, okay? And then plant was literally growing out of my knee. So bizarre, okay? Like, literally, my, my skin was, like, out. It was... My skin was, like like a flower and plant was literally growing from it i I thought it was i tried to take it out like it was a pimple okay that shit was so big it was literally the size of my knee it was the size of like a, a baseball a tennis ball a little bit larger i was freaking out i was like what the fuck is on my knee and somehow i walked a little bit for like five minutes and somehow i'm in italy i'm in uh you know where they have those little boats uh, those little romantic boats I was there I was like what is going on what is going on right now this is so vivid this is so strange this is so uh <laughs> I'm not like a fantasy person I don't like fantasy shows I don't I don't I don't know why I can never get into it even when people talk to me about it, I'm just like I would listen because uh it's interesting and they like I do want to get I do wanna understand them because I'm just like I don't I don't know how to relate because I'm not a fantasy person. I'm just very like my my feet needs to be on the ground, baby. Okay. Um so it's so strange to me. The only the only show I have absolutely absolute the way I dragged the word, okay? The one show I absolutely adored, loved, is Game of Thrones. Believe it or not, I watched it in December of 2020 uh like seven months ago. Seven, seven <laughs> seven seven or eight months ago. And baby, I was so fascinated. I was I am so glad I didn't watch it with a bunch of people because <clears throat> at that time I was like, what is this nonsense? People had a whole club. I remember I was dating this guy and he would always tell me like every Sunday they had a little like uh party going on at the park where they watch it on a project projector (laughs) i was like what the fuck is this and listen i back in like 2015 i watched season one and two i did not understand anything listen the only thing i picked up at that time was like i'm the type who could like listen to the characters and kind of know who's who and whatnot but at that time i would pick up my phone for like a second Listen, the king has relocated, married a whole new another family had children. I'm like, what is this? I would look up it's been a minute. I looked at my phone for one minute and they have a whole life going on and I was like, this is so confusing. I can never get into it And I also had like a short attention spam, but then 2020 baby I don't know what even prompted me to start watching that I just... I was like, you know what? Let me give this a try. Let me, I want to pay attention to this because people are raving about it. So I'm just like, let me, let me check it out. Um, Yeah. So I did. I literally, I literally finished it in a week a week one day i literally stayed 24 hours okay to watch it to finish it and i was so fascinated listen i don't know how you feel about the ending i'm not gonna ruin it for you if you haven't watched it but i loved it i loved it the little detail and i realized that it it requires a whole lot of focus when you're watching game of thrones because if you're trying to do a little thing like you know some shows you can always pick up who's who who's talking to who you know what I'm saying it's so uh you know you know what I'm saying but like with Game of Thrones they have the tiniest detail that connects and that's what I absolutely love because there are some shows out there that they put these little detail and they show you and you're thinking maybe there's some connection there's some kind of connection later on no there isn't No, there isn't. Most of the time, there isn't, and they somehow, like, I feel like they're, I don't want to say that. I don't want to say lazy writers, but (coughs) they kind of drag the show more than it needs to be dragged, and with Game of Thrones, not for once, I felt like it was like that, because it was so beautiful. It was so beautiful, and baby, I looked up the guy, it's, what's his name? David something. Uh... Hold on, let me see what his name is. What's his name i um, I'm trying to see what the guy's name is because that man, George R.R. R. Martins. Well, Martin. Um, <coughs> it, oh my, it literally has 89% on Rotten Tomato. People are so disrespectful. So disrespectful. That shit deserves 100%. listen. The fact that they even, there are some shows where like a character will disappear and uh, I want to use, I don't know if you guys have ever seen Dynasty, Dynasty, Dynasty. Um, In that show, like one of the characters went missing and they somehow blamed it. Like they somehow used that excuse as if like the guy went to rehab on the show and then he never came back. Like what? But like in real life, there were so many issues trying to even uh, like keep the characters, keep the cast together because like they were they were changing the story so much. Like, so, for example, the wife, the this guy would have a wife, right? Like, uh, so in Dynasty, there is this girl, the wife, the character. And one show, she would be one person like let's call her Kate. She would be Kate. And then the next season, it's a whole completely different person. And I'm just like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, we literally can see this is a whole different person. And you can't name her Kate as if, like, the previous character did not exist. Because I'm just like, what is going on? You know what I'm saying? What is going on? Uh, but yet, that's, that show is so bizarre. They, it, would ha- it was such a beautiful idea. But they have managed to ruin it because not trying to keep character. And one thing I actually really admired is the fact that on Game of Thrones, they kept all the characters. Like, the whole entire character was there for like almost 10 years. They were dedicated to the shit. Like, somebody could have been like, nah, I don't want to do this anymore. Somebody could have ad- had an attitude and just literally left <coughs> and ruined the whole entire show. But they didn't. The fact that they stuck together. And the fact that they took their time to do it—I know some people had an issue with the ending. I thought it was beautiful because, baby, it, the whole, the whole set, the whole set outfit, um, story was so beautiful. Was so beautiful. Uh, I just want to discuss this part—the ending. If you haven't watched it, just skip for like the next five minutes. Don't watch this. Uh, I'm warning you right now don't be mad at me later on because some people literally made it their life mission to ruin it when i was watching it back in 2015 they were just telling me somebody was gonna die and i was like why would you even do that when i told them i was watching it they literally told me somebody's gonna die i'm like why would you tell me that you fucking weirdo (coughs) why would you do that and i hate that that's one of the reasons i also didn't watch it because people will literally go out of their way to ruin it they don't even try to tell you but anyways i'm trying to be a good uh citizen (laughs) i don't know i a good um i'm trying to be i'm trying to warn you that's all there is to that um but yeah so the ending (coughs) i just want to say this some that girl that girl uh what's her name Kalila. fuck wait what's her name i forgot i literally forgot um Khaleesi. There we go. Um, Kali- I literally knew at some point this girl was turning into a little bit... She was turning a little bit evil, okay? It was like when they were at like, the Oceanside area. I don't even know where, where that was. Uh, I'm trying to remember. Hold on. I, I knew, okay, she was trying to gather up with uh, this brother and child... And the whole dragon thing, when she burned the brother and the father, I guess. Uh, I don't know if that's the right thing. But anyways, yeah. So, I literally knew this girl was becoming a little fuckery. And something that literally pissed me off at the end is when she fucking raged and destroyed everything. Everything. And some people didn't even... They were so upset that she like at the end he killed her. I'm just like, what the fuck is wrong with you? This girl was a was insane. And the fact that like I've never heard anybody mention is that. So apparently that whole castle is what her father or her family built. And it's it belongs to her family, right? And her whole purpose was to go there, take over and whatnot, take over. The only person she needed to take out I can't believe I'm saying this. But Cersei and her brother and uh the other family, the what's his name? The short guy. I don't wanna be rude. But like the short guy, I feel like he was good. He was such a good consultant. Uh he did not deserve to die. I don't know I he didn't die. But um I was gonna say something. And the way she just went in like that, I was just so Destroyed Because I was just like, this girl is so disrespectful to even her own uh, roots. Because, like, your whole purpose was to take over. Like, now you have nothing. You know what I'm saying? She was sitting on a throne that was already, like, when they got there, what was she going to do? Like, rebuild that whole thing? And I felt like she was on the right track when she first, you know, she wanted to free the slaves. And, you know, she was on her, like, justice, uh, uh, free justice attitude and then somehow this chick went in like the whole innocent people like killing them i was just like you are so messed up and baby when john snow did his thing i mean she's alive today <laughs> but like the character in there i was just like i don't know what people were expecting you know what i'm saying uh that was kind of well deserved she was she was gonna be so fucked up like if she kept going on i feel like she would have been so fucked up because no and the ending the complete ending it was a shocker because i shout out to byron i liked him from the beginning i liked him um i liked him he was he was cool (laughs) baby Arya was my girl okay aria was my chick she was a baddie she was a badass okay um i loved her entire character But yeah, all in all, just to wrap that up, we are back. If you're, if you're, (coughs) I'm not, I'm no longer talking about the ending. If you haven't watched it, do definitely watch it though. And yeah, so to wrap that shit up, to wrap that shit, to wrap it up, um, I just want to say that's probably one of the, (coughs) one of the only, only in my 27 years in this world, world, um that was the most fascinating beautiful fantasy show i've ever seen i usually don't get into shit like that but i mean the only fantasy was just like the dragons really i feel like it was very for the most part it was like realistic it kind of it kind of gave a good imagination for you to kind of dive in and understand how they were uh maneuvering and like like living i guess right but yeah that was the only fantasy show i really i really love it i'm i actually started watching it again because there's like some details i wasn't picking up on like in the beginning it is hard to kind of get into it because you're just like what is going on the snow uh the guy getting killed it's like what is going on i pretty much watched that at least five times (laughs) it was it's confusing um But the storyline, I cannot even express to you how beautiful it is. It's so beautiful. Uh, But yeah, so yeah, uh, back to my dream. It was so fucking weird. I was so, like, weirded out. I'm just, like, I was walking around with a flower growing from my knee. Like, it wasn't even, it's like a, it was a flower and then it was, like, the root of a celery. (sighs) it was so bizarre and um yeah and i was walking around i was all all of a sudden i took a couple steps forward and i was in italy (laughs) i don't know and and then i looked it up i don't like looking it up because these things will tell you so many different things and i looked it up and some of them were saying you know like it's growth like going uh uh Growth, part of growth, like you're growing, you're stepping, you're transforming, you're going through um, some kind of life change. You know what's so crazy? So, Scorpio is all about transformation. So, I kind of tried to connect it because the moon was in Scorpio. The, when the moon is in Scorpio or Pisces, I kid you not, I have these bizarre dreams, especially when the moon is in Pisces. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, the moon was in. Uh, scorpio that day and it was i guess it was some kind of transformation that i was going through um literally pay attention to your dream next time the moon is in pisces because i so i just want to say i'm not deep into astrology but like but i'm also am (laughs) what's today's date 17 20 oh 22 okay um Okay, so the moon is in Capricorn today. So the moon lasts every two days, so it, it rotates. And today's in Capricorn. Moon in Pisces is starts on Monday. Literally, pay attention to your your dreams on Monday and Tuesday. I hope. I mean, I probably am not the only one, but also Pisces is a sign of imagination and uh, things that are not like too realistic, I guess. Pisces like to dream and maybe that's kind of the experience I was going through uh but with even Scorpio it's it's a little painful though like the couple couple of weeks (laughs) that well not a couple of weeks but like uh when the moon was in Scorpio I was like I was going through some kind of uncomfortable change within my body because there are times where like I literally want to run away outside of my body like I don't know if that makes sense, but I I'm just like I wanna get out of it. Like I wanna get out of it. I wanna just take it out like I'm a spider rat baby. Like take off the skin and just pop out. Pop out my real me. Uh but then it's also my period, blah blah blah. Like it was just a lot of a lot of emotions. So uh, from like my previous videos, you know my my period routine. So I kind of know. So now that I am winding down, I kind of see, you know, how last week was. It's like, it was just like i was just full of emotions but i was like you know what just stay calm because then i get so impatient i get so fucking impatient i don't know where to direct my energy i'm just like just like wanting to run around but like on the outside i'm so chill like you could never tell anything on my face because i'm just like very calm cool collected on the inside i'm just like running around there's a whole party going on you know what i'm saying um but then I do make an effort to calm the inner part because I'm so good on the outside. I'm so chill. I'm so grounded. Uh, I'm not like quick to react because for what, baby? Uh, internally, like it takes me time. Like I, I, it, I'm still trying to understand my emotions. Like physically, something that I've learned is that physically, so it's different for other people. But anyways, uh, for me, it's like physically and mentally, I'm so quick to move forward. So like, for example, uh, I decide to move to Colorado, right? Like I will think it and my action would be like, let's go, right? But my, the emotion part, like I would start to feel it like a year later. I My emotion side is so delayed, Um uh, Maybe it's because I use. I guess I'm. I'm becoming less impulsive, but I used to be so impulsive. Where I would think something, maybe I'm gone. I am. I would be gone. Uh, I've moved to a couple places, and once I get there. I almost expect myself to get everything to understand what the good area is what the bad area is uh, the street names I, it's so crazy like this also has like an emotional effect but like I don't even try to understand I didn't understand that at the time like when you move to a whole new city you have to, you're starting all over again and trying to forcefully uh, forcefully force yourself to know everything all at once it's too much it's too much like it takes time and then a year later it would hit me i'm just like oh my god like why was i even doing that like why was i emotionally i wasn't like aligned you know what i'm saying it wasn't like uh mentally it wasn't something i have made a decision based on my emotion my mental and my physical my action part it was just like my mental and my action i would think go think go like i was i'm an aries baby it takes us a couple minutes to just take a step back and analyze why you shouldn't do what you do uh but i learned though there are consequences that you're going to be dealing with when you keep doing that uh just you know be spontaneous i love it i love it baby i can move every day and i would love it but i'm literally trying to force myself to ground myself and many Aries that i come across they're like you're not like many Aries that i mean and baby that's because i put in the effort i put in the effort to literally ground myself because and i do tend like i want to be more like libra my rising sign is a libra uh like I said, I'm so intuitive, but I'm also not. Don't take it too serious. But I also like the patterns that a Libra has, because maybe I could be so aggressive and spontaneous. Whereas as to <coughs> Libra, my opposite, my opposite, my opposite sign, okay. Uh, but like my opposite sign is Libra, and my it's also my rising sign. So I actually love that I can when I'm more like a Libra I feel so balanced like I feel so balanced and the funny thing is like a Libra is so balanced and such a people pleaser that I feel like it would help them to be more like an Aries you know to be a little bit more aggressive to balance it out like if that makes sense not too much but like a Libra's already very grounded balanced uh a little argumentative but they love to debate they're very logical they're an air sign they love uh they're all about logic. No emotion there, okay? Um, but yeah, it grounds me to be like that. Like, understanding all the signs, it kind of like... It's like, this is kind of good. You know what I'm saying? Um, I was trying to get at something with that. <coughs> I was trying to say something. I literally zoned out... Um, But yeah, I learned that there are consequences that you're going to have to deal with when you make, you know, impulsive decisions. I have to ground myself and remember, is it worth it? And act like, literally consult with my emotions, like, is this the right decision in a year? Am I going to feel burnt out? Is it going to feel worth it? It's it it is like people will make it so much fun, like to tell you, oh, you know, pack up your things and go, baby. It's fun, but there are some things that you're gonna deal with. Like, take it from me. <laughs> I used to be so impulsive. The first time I, I impulsively decided to disrupt my life, I just want to say that because it, I literally had, I felt like that. It was good, but it was also like, I went through a lot of shit. I went through a lot of shit. I lived in Houston for seven years, and then this one day, uh, I was going through a whole lot at that time. Okay, and I literally threw everything out of my apartment and within seven days all this happened within like I would say like seven to five days five to seven days and I threw everything out of my apartment I packed one backpack full of clothes and I bought a one-way ticket to San Diego and I took off and at that time I didn't even have enough money (sighs) I didn't have enough money, but I was struggling. Like, I was going through so much. And I was like, you know what? I'm going through this over and over again. And I was like, do I want to do this next year? And I don't even think I considered that, to be honest with you. I would have probably just stayed if it was going to be the way it was. But then again, it happened the way it was supposed to happen. And I learned so much. So no regrets here. No regrets. Uh, What's that thing? No no regrets. Uh, But yeah, I regret nothing. But... I had to learn that that shit is not okay because, okay, so I had $200 of gift card and um, I took off like $20 the day before to get food for DoorDash. Uh, Then I had 180. Listen, I have already went through a border issue. Listen to this fucking stupid ass shit that I almost did. Well, actually I was a citizen so there would have not been a problem Uh, or there might have been listen, I, I, let me just tell you this. So I found a place in Tijuana, Mexico. Apparently it said like Tijuana, California, but it's past California, like past San Diego. I found this like, okay place. I was like, you know what? My whole plan, I had a whole idea in my head emotionally it was not it wasn't even registering i feel like my emotion was just still dealing with some shit that happened years ago at that time okay that day i was like i was getting ready to book a place uh that was ten dollars a day and i was like you know what if i use this if i can stay there for at least two weeks is that even enough 70 140 yeah so if i could stay for two weeks i can find a job my thing was like i did it so quick and i'm lucky i'm i literally i'm so fucking lucky i find jobs very quickly um everything always just like aligns okay uh maybe it's because i, was, I went in with this positive mindset i'm just like um uh, at that time, I had lost so much weight. I was so skinny. I was like, I'm ready to take over. I have no weight weighing me down. Uh, my biggest issue was like my legs at that time, like back then, because my, my legs would just, I was, I used to get so tired easily. And, um, I was like, nothing is going to hold me back. I, w- I went in with full positivity, baby. You can't tell me anything. You cannot tell me nothing to, Throw me off balance, to throw me off my wagon, because I was so driven. I was like a hundred, two hundred plus percent positive, and um, and then literally like a a couple three days ago, before I left, I I noticed this is literally in fucking Mexico. And I was reading about it, and the fact that I even took the time to read—it's what saved me, to be honest. Because if I had gone, I don't have a an American passport, uh, so I would have gone to Tijuana, and apparently you have like ten days to go there, and uh, you know if you have your uh, citizenship card, whatever. Uh you have like ten days and after that I don't know what happened. Something happens. I forgot what happened. And I was like, oh 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 no 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 no. I've went through the shit. The border is not my friend, okay? Uh the border is not my friend, so I'm not going through the shit again. And um uh, so the day comes where I was about to leave. My good-ass friend, baby, Ahmed is my best friend. I, st- I, like, I genuinely love that guy. He was this guy I met when I was working at a hotel. He was working as a valet. And he's from Morocco. Baby, I love that man. He was just, he was the best person ever. Okay. Um Yeah, he also lent me money later on. Uh, because I was, I was going through a. I was going through it. It was like a hundred dollars. <laughs> it was like a thousand. But um yeah, I love that man so much. Okay, this man was like, I will give you. And listen. Okay, so he's a Capricorn uh, and with a Sagittarius moon. If you're into astrology, you would probably know. And uh I don't even mean to bring it, but it's like I just have to. So, and my I'm an Aries sun with an Aries moon our moon sign the Sagittarius and Aries moon was so aligned this man I was so scared so a day before I was about to leave we went to get to we went to Smokuka and I was telling him I'm so scared I don't even think I should be doing this this man was like do it go go for it listen the only person that can literally understand my emotional impulses are Sagittarius and sometimes Leo Leo moon can understand it because I can consult with like so i'm starting so many topics but i'll get to it uh so a year prior i ha- i was telling people around me hold on so i quit my job i quit my uh hotel job because i was getting ready so a, this was a year prior to this whole thing a year prior i had quit my hotel job where i met ahmed and i was telling people i was feeling so positive that day i was like everything is gonna work out for me i'm ready to just start a whole new journey and i started telling people i'm like i'm about to move i'm gonna move to san diego i'm just gonna do it and somehow i got entangled with some Habesha people ethiopian people that i just did not want to okay <laughs> i just did not want to and then i did uh i still have no regrets because shout out to them i still love them i have so much love for them uh but I was telling them, and they kept uh, uh, discouraging me from do taking taking this plan because I was uh, proceeding with this plan because I kept telling them like if I ever become homeless, it's okay because I can sleep at the beach, and I made it sound like it was such a wonderful thing, and people were like, "You're crazy," and somehow I am not want to get in 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 in, in over my head but I somehow did and I was so discouraged. I was like, man, this is not happening. I actually bought my ticket. It was literally $20 that day, uh, the day that I bought it. Uh, the, it was the day I quit that I bought the ticket. Yeah. It was like 20 something dollars or like, yeah, $20. And the bag was like $10. The whole thing was like $46. I was like, baby, I was about to take off. And, um, uh, and then I met these people. Well, I didn't meet them. I've known them for like seven years and plus. These are the same people <laughs> that were um, that I went through so much issue with, like in the past, where you know the chasing me down the road, uh, the whole beating. It was the same group of people, but somehow, like we have outgrown our issues, and you know, I just usually come in with peace, always, always. Uh, Oh, well, there was a one time where I didn't come with peace because I was going through some internal issue, but that's not the point. <laughs> uh, they were discouraging me, so I was like, you know what? Uh, they're right. I'm, and then they were telling me, you know, this is why are you going to a whole new place where you don't even know people, and um, you're gonna, you know, you have to get to know everything all over again. And At that time, I was like, you know, they're probably right. Like it was kind of becoming scary. It was. When I got in touch with my emotions, like the more I felt what I was thinking, your thoughts generate your emotions. So I was thinking about like, you know, like, yeah, if this actually happens, because I do take what people say into consideration. And sometimes, not all the time, I do take it into consideration to consider it and see if if it fits with mine or not. Uh, But I took it in and I was like, yeah, you know what? What if this happens? And it was generating emotions that was making me feel a little fearful but also like i'm secure why do i want to go through a whole new uh, why do i want to go through a whole new struggle you know and uh, and i felt it but then a year later after i you know got away from those people uh with peace and love <laughs> uh, a year later i bought the ticket and i was getting ready to leave and you know this ahmed Bestie was like, go for it, and so the day came where I was supposed to leave. He drove me. He's like, I will gladly drive you. I wish you the best. He was—he's such a positive, like, person that I have ever met. Okay, this man. Shout out to him and his family. Um, Yeah. So he drove me there. I was—I was so cool, calm, cool, collected, and I was like wow i'm really doing this i wasn't even thinking anything of it i got into the plane thinking nothing okay i literally got to the airport of san diego i have 180 dollars i haven't well i booked an airbnb for like a week uh it was like 18 dollars or something uh and mind you the money was running out i only had like maybe 50 dollars well i actually used the whole entire 180 dollars because The place was a little expensive so I was like I'm gonna use the whole 180 dollars and uh my friend my other friend actually lent me 60 dollars like paper dollars um and I got to the airport and literally I was freaking the fuck out I was like I was literally considering going back to the plane and telling them if they could just take me back to houston because i was freaking out i didn't know what to do baby i was freaking like when i tell you i was panicking but like on the outside you would probably look at me i look like i'm coming to california to visit my family or something i'm just chilling but internally i was going through it i'm just like oh my god until i got there it didn't hit me the whole thing didn't hit me the whole idea like what i had in my head and what i found completely different i got there and um Listen, when I tell you, be a fucking good person, and good shit will happen to you. So I got there immediately. I made this. I meet this Ethiopian guy. He was a taxi driver. Oh my God, bless this man's heart. Okay, so he was asking me, "What are you doing here?" And I just lied to him because I didn't want him to think I'm like uh, a person from like outside. I'm just like I'm here to visit my family. And he was like, oh, "Okay, cool." <laughs> um, and I I didn't think I was ever gonna see him. This man was so genuine. He was just like, I was asking him some questions, like, hey, do you know any um do you know any people that are looking for roommates, blah, 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 having a conversation. And he was just giving me some uh he was giving me some tips. (sighs) So he dropped me off to my Airbnb, everything was good, and then the next day it was uh this Asian family that I was staying with and uh everything was just aligning okay uh i met these asian families that i was saying at the airbnb they were so delightful they asked me to go to church i'm not a i'm not a religious person so i was like yeah sure i'll go and you know see what the who who doesn't want to get a little lesson or whatever right i was just like yeah sure i'll go i went with them was such a lovely experience that i've had even with them they were so delightful um, they were so helpful, and also this man that I met, the taxi driver, oh my god, I cannot I've never met an Ethiopian person like that. He was so positive I we were energetically aligned. okay, with this man. <laughs> we were energetically aligned because he was so positive. he was so, like the same energy as I was at that time. like he can tell us nothing. you cannot tell us anything you know and i could tell he was not like looking for anything to he was genuinely a good person like i i does that even make sense i'm usually like very suspicious about men in general but like this man was genuinely like a good person like he wanted to help he wanted to be a service he wanted to like genuinely help like it's so rare to meet people like that unless they want something from you like an exchange right so, this man was helping me out, um, helping me look for jobs for free. He wouldn't even charge me for the taxi. He was just like, I'll pick you up, I'll help you. And he helped me for the most part. Listen, I was, when I tell you I was so broke, <coughs> I bought a couple things from the store, uh, like cereal and milk. <coughs> and uh, yeah, to last me like the week and yeah when I didn't have money this man used to buy me food and now that was like but I still I didn't get fat regardless because baby I was looking so slim and good at that time okay I was I was looking so good and then I found a job it was like at this Ethiopian restaurant I've never worked at an Ethiopian restaurant and they were about to pay me six dollars I was like well it was like yeah, some 6 dollars, 7 dollars. I was like you have to be fucking kidding me. Like life is so expensive out here. And also like the vibe was not uh we were not energe- energetically energetic. Oh my gosh, the way I pronounce things. It's this accent that I be doing that fucks fucks me up. But um uh, we were energe- we were not energetically aligned with these people. And so I quit. And then um I went through a couple places and then I there's an Ethiopian <coughs> uh facebook world around uh ethiopian facebook group and i never even knew about it and then i joined and i asked people is there anybody in san diego and i met this wonderful lady um and she was like you can stay with me for like you know two weeks and see if you like it she had an extra room so i was like well it was like her office um she was so delightful i stayed and once my money ran out i literally found like what are the odds bro like what are the fucking odds i found her and (laughs) uh she was so delightful Uh, you know, my, I'm such a festive person. I was just like, always, you know, like, do you, what do you want to eat? What do you want to do? Like, I was just like, always coming in with this energy. Like, um, yeah, we had so much fun. I stayed with her for like two weeks and then I found a job. Um, I was going through so many jobs. I didn't even know these places, dude. I was going th- and I didn't even have a phone at that. Well, I actually did actually. Uh, but there was a time where I went almost like two years without a phone. I would only use it when I um, get Wi-Fi because I was just like, I. why am I even doing this? I went to get away from social media and whatnot. <clears throat> uh, so once I got to her, I found another, I found a good job. It was like on call. It was like a It was kind of cool, like it was like taking surveys over the phone, and at that time we were doing uh, politics, where you know, well, how do you feel about Donald Trump? How do you feel about their uh, senator, their the city senator? I don't know what his name is. Uh, They were (laughs) Caitlyn Jenner. I'm just kidding. I don't know. I think she's running for senator for california shout out to her him her whatever they whatever they do we'll call each other um anyways they um so everything was going good with her and then uh i found a job and I tried to tell her, this woman wanted to help me. But at that time, I couldn't even see it because I've been through my past roommate where she was like, you're my little sister, blah, blah, blah. I want to help you. And I was like, oh, no, baby. I've been through this. I've been traumatized. And at that time, I was so like alert and uh, aware of so many things that I did not want to get. I didn't want to build any... I wanted to build a whole new cycle for myself. I wanted to... Uh, Speak up if they don't agree with it. I'm just gonna leave. So I tried to tell her like I, uh, I want to pay. I want to start paying. She said no. If you want to pay, she was she was baby. She was, uh, rich. Um, she had uh, so much money. She was from Eritrea or Ethiopia, East Africa, whatever. Um, this woman was educated. Uh, she was an IT woman. Uh, computer software i guess that's what it is i don't know if that's the same thing i don't know what the difference is uh but she was wealthy she was smart she was educated uh so dope okay and i tried to tell her like i'm gonna start paying she was like no if you want to pay then you could find a different uh you could find another person to live with and she genuinely wanted to help but i couldn't see it at that time because i've been through issues with previous roommates where they didn't want me well like it was just one she didn't want me to pay because I was her little sister and then she kicked me out in the middle of the night and I did not want to go through that kind of like in uh like what do you call it inconsistency like one day this person could have an emotional outburst but the thing is like I made a mistake of looking at her with the same eye I did the past uh roommate that I had because this woman was actually very delightful But still, I was, like, not even trusting it because I've been through this kind of issues. And in my head, I'm like, it's going to occur again, you know. Uh, But also, like, there were times where I was dealing with so much emotional issues that I did not want to entertain her sometimes. Like, you know how in Ethiopian culture, like, when you're living with someone and they're trying to help you, uh, you kind of feel a little, like, you kind of feel bad. Uh, You you have to... (sighs) I hate even saying this. Like, I don't know what, what it's called. Like, you... I don't do it because I I don't like doing it. I, I want to feel comfortable in everybody's home. But in Ethiopia, like, in Ethiopian culture, like, all together, they have this... Um, they have this thing where, like... You know, if someone's staying with you, you kind of have to, out of respect, you literally are, like, squishing yourself, <laughs> squishing yourself, where you, ha- you have to feel uncomfortable for them to feel respected. Th- does that make sense? Like, you kind of have to put your head down, uh, uh, say your gratitude, uh, whatnot. Like, it's a, it's a, it's like a, like a, a nonverbal communication I've seen it so many places. I don't do it because I'm just like I'm so different, okay? Like I'm so different. I I back home I went to an Italian school and it, it's it's so hard to even like The friends that I've came across, like our friend family didn't have that kind of issue. Like, I don't know how to explain it because it's so bizarre. It's hard to relate with other Ethiopian people when you went to like a foreign school in your own country. You know what I'm saying? Uh, It's hard to relate with the other Ethiopian people. Even when I came here, it was so hard to relate with other Ethiopian people because I have a certain like experienced childhood And the friends that I've had were so different than the other friends that I've they're open minded, like they're extremely open minded. Uh, Maybe I don't know. I don't know what it was, but like they're open minded. And it's so strange coming here. Uh, I get along with more foreign people in this country than I do with um Ethiopian people because I feel so different when I'm around them like I I feel different I feel like I'm way too open-minded I'm too accepting of so many things I'm willing to listen to people even if they uh if you want to call them they sound stupid I don't want to say that you know people have their own logic I am so fascinated by people that I like to understand people and um everybody has so many different stories and my biggest blessing is listening and also for an introvert, maybe I talk a lot. Uh, but when I'm, a, I'm, nah. Well, like like this, I talk a lot, but like not one on one. I usually like to listen to people because it makes me so happy listening to people. But anyways, uh, it's just hard to relate with some people. But anyways, going back to that story with the lady, uh, it, it just I didn't want to feel this, this you know. Oh, thank you so much. Like, you have to whisper. You have to feel bad for touching something. Like, it's the slightest things. Okay, even when you take even if you're trying if you're so thirsty and you're trying to take water from the fridge you feel so guilty like you feel like you have committed a crime okay (laughs) maybe that's just me who have been around these kind of people that i've kind of witnessed it observed it where like people feel so uncomfortable like i'm just like go get the water period even when some people used to come to my house i go do whatever you need to do you know what i'm saying like do it It's not that big of a deal. And it makes me so uncomfortable when people are are uncomfortable. I'm just like, just let me know. Like, I'm so open. Like, I'm so understanding. And also, they have this thing where, like, they don't tell you that you need to leave. It's so, like... secret everything it's like you let's read our mind like let's read each other's mind i don't understand it when my friends come to my house i'm just like you need to go if i'm uncomfortable with them like well not uncomfortable like if, if it's time for them to leave i'm just like hey you gotta go like it's just that simple maybe i'm so direct okay and i like that because i'm just like it's so it's so direct and me baby i've been in so many situations like that and i'm pretty much considered as a disrespectful uh what is it (laughs) a disowned ethiopian because i'm respectful but i'm literally very so direct that i literally have to tell you how i feel if i want something i go get it and something i've also noticed i just want to mention this is when i came back to my mom's house a year ago even even there i was so like everything was just so uncomfortable to touch to to do because I'm so like, I don't know, if I want to do something, I will just do it. Like, I don't try to add a lot much more action. You know what I'm saying? Like, when I'm trying to grab something, I'm just like, yeah, I need to, like, you know, like, looking looking over, like, are they watching me? Is this okay? Should I ask? Like, you know what I'm saying? But then when I got there, I realized they do this, even when family and friends come over. It's kind of like that. And I'm just like be you, like, be be you, you know what I'm saying, like, just be you, do you, and, uh, I'm not gonna, I feel like, I don't know, I don't want to say it, um, uh, it's, I feel like my mom was a little jealous of, like, this kind of way, because I've been like this most of my life, like, I'm, I, I've been like this, you know what I'm saying, and it makes her uncomfortable, because she doesn't do that, she doesn't allow herself to do that, so she kind of, like, she she just looks at me like why are you so like that? Like why are you acting like this is your house kind of thing, you know? I do, it's like that. It's basically like that when people act like it's their house. Um not overdoing it. Well, <laughs> I just want to say that don't overdo it, but like when you're doing it uh it's, it's just people feel so so threatened in in their house even though you're not doing anything like uh it's so bizarre i think it's like an african thing also i don't know because i had an african friend or a client who told me a story where she went to a friend's house and she moved over a, a a flower and the friend was upset at her because she was like how do you even act like this is your house it's so bizarre like it's something so minor and so so Simple, Like something so small that makes them so uncomfortable. Like I'm just like, this is okay. You know what I'm saying? It's like you don't tell people to feel comfortable and then make them uncomfortable for feeling comfortable, you know? Like just don't invite them. <laughs> or just like tell them directly because I am so like, listen, I do not pick up on hints. People could tell me, uh people have this thing where like, oh, it's time to leave kind of thing. Like, you know, they do this weird communication telepathic shit'm I don't get it okay you literally have to verbalize and say things to me or don't even bush around the bushes How do you, however you say it run around the bushes uh, because I'm so direct I'm just like just tell me what is it that we need to, do we need to leave and I want to tell you another incident where I had a friend come over for my birthday this year and we were we went out to smoke hookah these hookah sessions (laughs) we went out to smoke hookah and we came back and i could tell she like we uh, so i didn't have a wine opener she was like i I was telling her like there's a video that i've seen on tiktok where i can open a a wine bottle with a with a lighter and she was like no no no, that's not gonna work let me just get the wine opener i was like No, no no i got it and we did a little elevation thing i haven't done it in so long and we decided to get elevated i took like two and um i was already gone not gone but like elevated um because it's been so long i don't usually smoke because it's i used to but i had to stop because of this it it didn't the fantasy baby my fantasy world that i was in my head became became my reality and i didn't like that because it was mm -mm, not for me So we did it for my birthday. We came back home, and the wine was not opening, even though I was putting in. Maybe I was putting in that work, trying to open this. Uh, The funny thing is, I've actually opened a bottle like that. Uh, Somehow was not working because maybe I was so elevated and in 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 over my head. (laughs) Uh, But at some point, like I've noticed, maybe it was not just an African thing. Maybe it's like some people who just who have normalized this for years, it's so strange to me, like, when people just don't say what they mean, you know, like, I'm just like, just say it, like, who has, who has hurt you for you to not even say what you're, what you're wanting, you know what I'm saying, Uh, so, because I, like, I just want to say, it's so strange, because, you know, you could feel like, you're literally freezing in your own body thinking that the other person will think some kind of way of you when literally nobody is going to think anything. In five years, nobody even going to remember that what happened. You're only going to remember how you felt. You know what I'm saying? As long as you're not hurting anybody, feeling how you should feel. I had to, well, I actually had to work a little bit on that because there were points in my life where uh, if I wanted to if I was in public settings with friends, it was just sometimes like I couldn't even just grab the water and like drink it because I'm just like, oh my gosh, what are they going to think about me? Like going in over my head. But like looking back now, like nobody's going to remember that. Me drinking water, like how I drink it, how I'm pushing it down my throat, like swallowing it, like nobody's going to remember that. And, And I had to go through so many of those experiences where, you know, if I wanted to do something i I had to listen to myself because being loyal and being loyal and being there for yourself is much more important than trying to impress somebody so like it was just, like, so many situations where I was, like, I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I if I was getting tired of my wig, like, I would just take it off because I'm just, like, what is this person going to think about me? They're not going to think anything about me. Like, they're just going to think, oh, she took it off. She's bold. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's it. But it's, like, wanting to do something when you're around other people, it's, like, some internal thing that's just, like, kind of freezing you, like, telling you to just sit still and you just overthink it when in fact nobody's gonna remember it do you uh you're over don't think if this person is gonna feel threatened listen as long as you stay in the present moment you're staying in that present moment and doing what is right in you within you like don't go reacting and you know doing that shit uh but like doing things like if you're itching itch your body like do whatever you need to do for yourself because you're the one who's going to have that that present moment you're going to have to think about it later on that day and you're going to be like why was i feeling so uncomfortable like and don't go blaming it the other person made you uncomfortable because nobody could ever make you feel any kind of way it's you that's creating an idea and it's generating an emotion and you're feeling it and you're freezing up but like other people has nothing to do with it it's just you that has kind of created this but let go don't overthink it and when you're in that situation think about <clears throat> think about how you're gonna think about that present moment later on because later on you want to be proud of how you acted and how you didn't you know you were comfortable other people were feeling their own feelings and you can never you can never <laughs> you can never uh know what other people are thinking about you. I will tell you this 100%. People have their own version that they create of you. They may know you, they may not know you. They have their own way of looking at things. People grow up learning their own logic, learning their own way of seeing things. They can never see you how you are seeing yourself in you're the one who's building it up. They can never see you how you see you. You're the only one who's thinking this way. So once you let that shit go, you actually start to like live you know what i'm saying you're the one who thinks that this person has this kind of idea of you so you know you have to comp- you have to always present yourself the way that you met them when you met them or like i don't know if that's making sense but um you're the one who has these idea. let go of these ideas that you have other people have because another person can completely think that you're either a good person they don't even have this idea that you have created about yourself that you think other people are thinking because it's false it's delusion i don't even want to say that to you but like it's a little wake-up call like don't do it because i used to do it and <clears throat> I used to do it, and I don't want to do it because it's so toxic. It's so toxic. It it kind of uh, it makes you overthink things when you're around other people, and makes you feel like not be the best you, like not be the best, not be yourself around. You're really like later on, you're only thinking about you're only thinking about your your emotions, how you felt at that time. You're not gonna know how other people felt. You can make an effort to try to read other people's faces and whatnot, and I just want to tell you, like some people don't even know that they're making that certain face, face uh, expression that you're kind of pick that you picked up on, and you're thinking it like, oh, the the way they made that face gave me this idea, blah, 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 blah. Like some people don't even know that they're. They don't even know their expression. You're the one who even picks it up. Nobody stands in the mirror and studies their whole entire expression. There are some things that we do that like other people will say, Oh, did you not like that? Oh, how did did that make you feel kind of way? No, like this is, I don't even know what kind of expression sometimes I'm making. I try to be so plain and poker face, but like there are some people who have a strong expression and they don't even know that they have that because we all don't know because we're not standing in a mirror all day, every day looking at ourselves like, having we have so many different conversations that we don't know the kind of expressions that we're making we could be making a whole new expression that we've never even made and somebody could take that and overthink it maybe it's me who does this uh, or maybe who thinks this so that i feel more comfortable within my skin and my own body because <sighs> yeah <laughs> don't overthink it because uh Yeah, like it's it's so strange because I remember specifically when this one time I was walking down the road. It was like like by the highway. Well, not like on the highway, but like it was on the service road. It was like on the other. Well, like where there is a sidewalk. I remember specifically this one time I was walking to work and I was walking and I could see all these cars coming my way. Okay, and I'm like, oh, my God, all these people are looking at me. Nobody gives a shit about me. I'm literally not even like not even one percent of the person that they saw judged. I was the one literally creating that. I'm like and the thing I realized that day, and I literally stood up and I was like, I wanna break the cycle right now, right here. And that was like my my moment for me to break that cycle because I was like, I'm gonna be like myself. I'm gonna act like the way I wanna act, like well not like overreact but like be me like you know what i'm saying be the way i want to be not how i think other people see me so that was such a significant moment in my life and something i realized is until that day i used to think that most everybody has the same thought towards me and i need to take a deep breath because i talk a lot um something i realized is that all those people have completely different thoughts completely different thoughts unless we're all going through the same thing which is almost never they're all having different thoughts they are they are looking they're not even thinking anything probably. They're maybe just be zoning out. Like, you know how some people just drive and they don't even know how they got there. Some people could just be looking and just not even paying that much attention. Or they may be looking because I'm looking. You know what I'm saying? There could be so many situations and scenarios. So that moment I was like, I'm getting out of my head and I wanna be me. I literally stood up because I was just like looking down, looking up, because I'm just like they're staring at me. And you feel like they can read your thoughts. You feel like they can uh they can see your insecurity. And you don't even understand. Everybody has insecurities. Everybody has thoughts that they don't like, thoughts they don't agree with. But it's like you feel like they could see you. You know what I'm saying? And you feel like, ugh. Oh. But the only thing they see is this. Literally how you look. They haven't spoke to you. They haven't, they haven't gotten to know you. So it was so many things going through my head. I was like, I need to get out of this. Like, I need to get out of it. And... That was a life-changing moment. I was so happy once I got home. I mean, once I got to work because it was literally like a five-minute walk. And I was walking and I was like, oh my God, I feel so good. Like, I feel so good. The fact that I started this, I broke the cycle of people are looking at me. They're judging me. Even if they judge me, it's they're judging me based on what they know, what logic they've built, what story they know. You know what I'm saying? It has nothing to do with me. Knowing myself and like understanding myself was it's much more important than what other people think because at that point people are building their own story in their head and it's it doesn't hurt me, it only hurts them because they're choosing to believe a lie that doesn't even that is not a reality, like you know what I'm saying? But yeah, anyways. Back to the story of that lady. I know I like zoned out, but I mean not zoned out, like went off track. But yeah, don't ever give a shit about what people are thinking about. You make an effort to break a cycle that you don't like today. Like honestly, I, but there is a time where like a situation will present itself for you to break a certain cycle that you don't like and take it, take it, take it, take it, change it within that moment to be a better person, be um, be understand what you think about you is the only thing that matters. I know this sounds like a cliche and you hear it all the time, but like what you think of you only matters. what somebody so, the person that even nobody even thinks about you. I just want to say this like nobody thinks about you. We're all we're people who are constantly consumed by ourselves. You know what I'm saying? We're all feeling that way. like nobody's better than anybody who has a special ability where they can see your thoughts or you can, they can see your insecurities um, understand them like that's literally a moment that presents itself for you to understand your own insecurity and to work on it. like why are you insecure about this that for me, it was that that moment like I used to think people used to judge me like when they see me but it's like it was my own thoughts that i built in my fucking head it was so it was so bad for me you know what i'm saying it was something that i i had collected from somewhere who fucking knows but you know as you grow you the like i said situations will pop up take it take it and that is your moment to just pr- prove to yourself that you are able you you get to know yourself on a deeper level and what anybody says or what anybody thinks Doesn't matter, you know what I'm saying. And the deeper I got into this is when I started to realize literally nobody gives a shit about you, and whatever people think about you is so irrelevant. Listen, I am 27, right? And a person, and looking back at that situation, I always go back to it the car situation where people were coming my way, I wasn't walking on the road, the side road. I just want to say that. Uh, I look back at that moment and remember (laughs) that these people literally saw me for five seconds. The person that has like five, not even less than five seconds, okay? And, you know, I keep going back to it and those kind of situations that I have, uh, like those opportunities that I took and chose to grow, like I, I start to think like, a person that i met a year ago telling me how i who i am they haven't even been with me i'm 27 years old you literally have to be in my body for 27 years to know who i am i'm still getting to know myself there is no way somebody else could know me better than i know me you know what i'm saying and the more you go deeper the more it sounds so silly to even think about it because it's so irrelevant. You know what I'm saying? It's so um, it's so toxic to do it. Like if I had just been so stubborn and decided not to change, I would have just been thinking that way. You know, I don't want to say like I'm. It's still a work in progress, but. Uh, there are occasions where I do think about it and I have to like go within and like try to understand has nothing to do with other people. I just go within and I'm like, what is this? What is, why am I feeling this way? You know what I'm saying? And the moment you do ask yourself, your brain, your emotions, like why, what is that? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what is that? Why do I feel that way towards this? Why does this make me uncomfortable? You know, and you kind of have to like commit to working it out, like working through your own insecurities to um working through it so you can be the better you and literally like even from that day till today it's so like it's so crazy how sometimes like you you literally think that it doesn't it doesn't matter that's all i'm trying to say it doesn't matter uh never worry about what people are thinking about you because what you think is not even you get it i'm repeating it but um I just want to say it again. It literally does not matter because they, they literally don't even know you. Um, it's so crazy. Like when you sit down and think about it, like 27 years, like somebody who has, literally, it's like they came to the party late, you know what I'm saying? Like somebody who came when I was like 26, trying to tell me who I am or trying to tell me more about me. Do they even know themselves and again that's us another thing where like it's a reflection when people are telling you about when they're telling you about you you know once you get to know yourself on a completely like deeper level you start to understand it's their issue not yours one of my favorite quotes is uh, never interrupt your enemy when he's making a mistake i love this i love it so much because <sighs> listen when people want to do that like when people want to tell me more about me uh I will say like back in the days I I used to be a little reactive I'm like who the who the fuck are you talking to do you even know me they don't obviously but like m- when I started growing up now I literally don't care I listen to them and that's where that quote always like rings in my head because never interrupt your enemy when he's making a mistake People are literally telling you about themselves. And the one thing I love doing, and it's not to make other people feel bad and make myself feel good because I did think about this a while back. I'm like, is it because of that I'm doing it? But anyways, when they're shouting, yelling, whatever do whatever, whatever they're doing, I just listen, okay? I don't interrupt them. I don't try to get in and tell them who I am uh, or how I am. I try to prove something because... I know myself. Later on I'm going to go think about what happened in that situation. So for me it's much more there's no reason for me to match that energy. You know, it's, it's so much more better for me to let my let my peace dominate the shit out of my ego. Okay, I would like I would rather that happen than for me to react in that moment trying to prove something in front of this person because I my ego wants to, you know, like Check me out! Check me out! Check me out! Check me out! Uh, I'm gonna think about that situation. So the more calm, cool, collected I became, I'm like, wait a minute. Like I'm gonna think about the situation later on, and I want to know like the kind of cycles I uh, create, like in these kind of situations. Like, do I want to continuously react to people when they tell me more about me than me, or just listen? If you don't interrupt them, if you don't tell them. That you're this way, that way, and you just allow them to talk. People are telling them people are telling you about themselves. Nothing to do with you. They have to literally, like, literally, I know you think you know people within a couple of days. You really don't. Ten years. You do your own family doesn't even know you like you think they do. Okay? Like nobody knows you like you do. Um, yeah, and if someone is is so sure, so they have come to a conclusion trying to tell you more about you than you, listen to them. Genuinely. <laughs> uh, there was a TikTok that I saw a couple of days ago. It was like, genuinely sit there and act like you were shot. So this guy was so funny. Uh, but anyways, yeah, genuinely just listen to them. And it will make sense because... <sighs> Has nothing to do with you. You don't have to prove anything. If you know yourself, you just sit still, listen to them, don't interrupt them because later on, late, both of you are going to go away, go your separate ways and think about what you've said, what you've done, how you reacted. You like take off your, like, I don't know how you say it, like separate yourself. Don't take anything that they're saying personally because it has nothing to do with you everything to do with them that's something that they've built up in their head uh shout out to them though because it takes a lot it takes so much for it takes a lot to even get here to be honest like it was it's such a hard painful growth that you have to do because you are so used to a certain cycle changing a cycle is not easy like going from reacting to just shutting the fuck up and listening it's so hard um I had to work a whole lot, okay. Uh, but I listen, okay. Just listen to them, and they're telling you about yourself. And later on, when they go home, they're literally gonna have a full, a full story of how they reacted, and it's gonna hurt them a whole lot more. Why go off on someone like that when? You know what I'm saying? They have created an enemy when they don't know anything. Instead of choosing understanding, instead of choosing communication, uh, they chose to react like that and cuss you out, say all this disrespectful thing, and they're gonna have to go back and reflect. You know how much was that? How much was that really about them? How much was that really about you? You know what I'm saying? They have to go that and re- you ha- they have to go and reflect on all that shit and. Uh, It's going to be painful for them. You know what I'm saying? Like, just creating that cycle of going into people. Like, that whole situation, you could think about that situation like, don't ever get hurt about it because it has nothing to do with you. I'm saying this over and over again, but it has nothing to do with you. And... uh, when you listen to them, you understand. You're choosing understanding. You're choosing maturity because you're not 12. You're not like a youth that needs to be matching people's energy or like uh, reacting the same way because you're going to tell them when, you know, (laughs) you're trying to tell them how smart you are, how knowledgeable you are, or how, uh, you know, how you're a good person, blah, blah, blah. But like, it makes you look, the opposite when you try to prove people that because if you really know yourself you don't have to prove it to other people you just have to know like you know yourself and that's it like you don't have to prove it to other people but if someone comes in with a a conflict and uh, some people are not trying to work it out like some people want to just go off on you because they have all this built up emotion and most times like i will say People, it's probably because some something that has bothered them. Bothered bother them. It's something that probably bothered them during the day. Something that has, you know, it's uh, something that has like I don't know how you say it, like something that has messed with them. Uh, during the day at work somebody something said to them you know what i'm saying they never took the time to actually work through that you know they never took time to understand what happened they took that personally and now they have to release it on another person i guess that's what people say hurt people hurt (laughs) did i say right hurt people hurt people so uh I guess that comes with like becoming emotionally intelligent and that shit takes time. Listen, I have met 40, 50, 60 year old people who still have trouble like literally coming to people with like who have not even emotionally understood themselves. Like age does not mean with I mean, it is wisdom, but like some people don't have that like emotional intelligence where they come to you, approach you. And when there's a conflict, they're like, hey, there is an issue I want to address this you know they're just they're very reactive they are this person is attacking me now i must attack kind of attitude like okay you know uh but let them say whatever they need to say because at the end of the day you're gonna remember how you approached the person how you reacted and the person is gonna remember how they reacted and they're not going to like it and it's gonna be a cycle so hard to break because you're not even like at that moment they're not even here they're like and mars mentally like just hot as fuck you know like seeing red they're not on this planet because if they are here they would know they've had a conversation with you previously so they can have that same they can use that same strategy that they've used when they first met you because obviously when you first meet people when you first meet people obviously it's very pleasant it's very you know people are trying to impress you uh they can use that same strategy understanding uh pleasantness uh harmony to communicate but they're choosing this side because they are going through some th- stuff, I usually I usually think that way because I'm just like, has nothing to do with me. This person is going through a lot. I get it. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, okay, so I'll tell you a story where this kind of situation happened with one of my friends. So this is the guy that the girl that dragged me boyfriend the guy that she was chasing with a with a knife uh he has a store and i used to work for him for a little bit and i genuinely wanted to be this guy's friend okay like we have known each other for over seven years i um i genuinely wanted to be his friend uh and I don't know what kind of cycle of friendships that he's used to. I think some people are so used to being so disrespected that when somebody tries to respect them, they don't know how to react to that. They feel like, hmm, like they feel suspicious, like this person is up to something. You know what I'm saying? And I remember this one time, like me and um, one of my friends used to work for him. My friend was a lot much more closer to him. She has known him for decades, whatever, years. And. <laughs> This one time, I was always quiet. Okay, I'm very calm, cool, collected. uh, On the outside, at least, for the most part. And this one time, he used to give us a ride after work. And this one time, I don't know what he was dealing with. Okay? And this man, he literally, he got into the car. He started cussing me out. He's like, you dumbass. Like, he was, like, going in, like, uh... These nasty words in my language, Amharic. He was going in. I literally didn't say anything. Like, I literally didn't say anything. I just, I was like, okay. I mean, I never want to add gas to the fire. So I was like, you know what? I don't know what happened to him. Because I was very like, I didn't go out of my way to do anything to this man. Okay? I don't know what he had collected in his head. Because I genuinely always come in to be his friend like i want to be his friend okay uh never in a pushy way but like i'm nice to him okay sometimes he doesn't even want to say hi when i try to say hi so at some point i stopped saying hi to him um it was a hookah bar so like i used to we used to go to his hookah bar and um sometimes i see him so since he became that way so i was like maybe he doesn't like me saying hi to him maybe he's not trying to be my friend so once i started working there um i don't even know how he hired him he was just like okay you can work here and um well that came later on actually uh it did it no okay so i was working with him and then later on so this okay let's just jump to the where he uh was driving us home and um he was driving us home and (laughs) he was cussing me out i didn't say anything and my friend was in front of me she didn't say anything everybody was quiet i was like okay I mean, I am very good at, like, uh, I don't know how to explain this. Like, uh, I try not to disrupt, like, disturb, like, I don't know. Like, it's the same thing where, like, never interrupt your enemy when he's making a mistake. Let him... Say whatever he needs to say, so I can actually know the kind of person he is. And he also, like, I'm very okay with like people shouting, <laughs> yelling. I know it's like abuse, but like I don't take it unless they're trying to physically harm me. Then you got me fucked up, you know. Uh, that's uh, yeah, but anyways, I never even want to. I never want anything to lead to that point. Uh, but yeah, him and his girlfriend, he was the calm one. She was the wild one. But anyways, um, he cussed me out. We He dropped us home. And literally the next day was Christmas Day. It was Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, whatever. Or no, no, no. Like, uh, what is it? New Year's Eve. I saw him. Like, I, we were going to the hookah place because I wanted to see him. And I was like, I wonder what's wrong with him. So I genuinely chose kindness, love. Because honestly, like, it makes me... It makes me happy that I'm not one to take anything personal. It has nothing to do with me. This person doesn't even know me that well for him to tell me all that shit, you know, so I was like maybe he's going through something. I took it like that, so I saw him that day and I literally gave him a hug. I was like, happy New Years, I hope you're doing okay and he gave me a hug and we were cool after that and like but sometimes he kind of like uh, makes like stupid jokes, very like kind of like. Like hurtful jokes. And I just laugh it off because it kind of shows more of his insecurity more than it says about me. You know, the more it's like he's digging his own grave. So I'm just like, okay. Uh, but I forgave him. Everything was good. The next day, I literally forgot about it. Baby, I'm an Aries. We don't hold no grudge up in here. Okay. We're, we let you go. And that character literally has helped me for so long because I let you go so quick, psychic. And I'm just like, baby, we're good. You know what I'm saying? Has nothing to what you said has nothing to do with me. I didn't take it personally. I know how to detach myself and be like, has got everything to do with you because those emotions that you chose to um, chose to give yourself, like to 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 give yourself that kind of character, is gonna harm you, not me. How I react is how going to affect me and the fact that I didn't react most of the time I don't react I'm just like okay (laughs) I'm just like okay (laughs) you know because I've been in situations where I have shouted at people and later on I'm just like was that even worth it I, I regret my actions more than um i regret my actions because i'm just like that has nothing to do with them and i wish they knew that like you know what i'm saying i wish they knew has nothing to do with them and everything to do with me and i've been in those situations where i have reacted to other people and it's because i was going through something personal i'm not innocent i've been in both situations but mainly i've been on this side where i'm i choose understanding maturity and take the higher of the higher level baby take the highest of the highest road because that's always so much better it makes me feel good later on because later on i think about this i feel so satisfied because i am grateful that i didn't take things personally and i chose to understand you know uh, but yeah but yeah anyways back to the san diego lady i'm sure you pretty much forgot about that story but anyways i told her so since i have went through that whole issue with my roommate I told, that, um, I told her that I told her that I want I want to I wanted to start paying, and she was like, uh, "Oh my gosh, the sound that randomly pops up, okay, uh, you know the buzz sound." But yeah, anyways. Uh, so I told her I want to pay. She was like, "If you don't want, uh, if you want to pay me, you can move out and find a different person that you can pay." So then, yeah, the whole San Diego issue went on. Uh I went through a couple of roommates because maybe I was struggling a little bit. So yeah, that was basically it, and I just want to say there is consequences to some things that you do, because I went through a lot of painful things in San Diego. You know, I was homeless for one day because I ran out of money. Uh, there was a time where I literally <laughs> ran out of money, and I was not even good with, I wasn't good at using my money sometimes i'm still not i'm just like but i have a different like relationship with money now like even understanding the relationship of money has really helped me because at that time i was very like st- kind of like i don't want to say stingy but like i was kind of scared of becoming homeless that kind i guess kind of happened um uh, it was so bizarre because i was staying in airbnbs i chose to leave her house because i don't know i chose to make my life harder <laughs> okay uh <clears throat> I chose to make my life harder and um, I left her place. And then what happened? Yeah, I went through a couple places. And then there was a time where I, I was trying to transfer to an Airbnb, to an Airbnb. And I literally had like $30 in my account. And maybe, listen. I was spontaneous at that time, okay, I was like, I'm living my best life, and I wasn't getting paid until like the following week, so I was like I knew that day was I was gonna become homeless. So I was like my my life is going downhills from here um so I had thirty dollars listen i even if i'm my life is going downhills, I'm gonna live my life, <laughs> so I was heading to the beach because I was like, that's probably where I'm going to be sleeping. Um, I went to, I went down the beach and there were a couple bars and there was a hookah place. So I was like, baby, I have $30. I'm going to sleep. It was a whole like, I couldn't book the Airbnb because it was just a whole lot of things going on at that time. I could not book an Airbnb for that day because some issue happened. Um... And then I went to a hookah bar because I was like, baby, I am already in the situation. So might as well have fun. You know, be a little positive. You know what I'm saying? Be a little uh, optimistic about the situation. So I went to the hookah place, I spent there I spend my time there for like I spent four or five hours well like now, like three, four hours there. And when it was like three, I headed to the beach because I was like, this is probably the only place I can sleep. Um, I cried that night. I literally cried because I was so cold and uh, there were a lot of homeless people, but they were cool. They were chill. They didn't even really bother me. Uh, I was crying like crazy. And yeah, the following day, uh, well, like not the following day, a couple hours go by and my, my dad's family lives in California. At that time, I think I chose to make my life a whole lot harder than it should be. I didn't understand help. I wanted to help myself. I wanted to just get myself up. So, and I, my ego was big too. At that point, for some reason, my ego was a little inflated. Okay. <laughs> um, so when it was like when it, it was like morning time, I called my aunt. lives in virginia she's the only one who lives in virginia most of them lives and live in california la so i was like i'm gonna i'm gonna call her because she's the one i i was very close to i called her and i my ego listen it was like right by my throat okay it was not allowing me to talk that day i was like oh my gosh she she's probably gonna think this way that whole shit came up and then (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then I told her i was like it was i was about to choke i was i've been crying i'm freezing to death but I still couldn't tell her i need help um so i, I eventually told her and she she had a little like i could sense that she had a smirk she, she was smirking uh like kind of like i told you so um i was a little disappointed but anyways i eventually got an airbnb that night and uh, Airbnb was actually, uh, uh, Airbnb was able to help me find a, find a place for that day. After all that, after all that shit I went through. So I went over and I went over to the Airbnb place and then, um, yeah, I've met a really cool guy. He was dope. Yeah, that was, that was that. And then my family drove from LA like three hours to pick me up and listen i felt like a child i felt like i was out of control okay i was like oh my gosh they're gonna come uh i'm gonna stay in their house and this thing was about to begin where i'm just crunching my body like i have to do that like i was mentally just like i have to do this shit and then i went to my uncle's place for like a week and at that time i had applied for another job in san diego the other job i've i've still had it but it was like on call like every day they ask you like do you want to come in tomorrow kind of shit but then some days they wouldn't have any slots open you pick your schedule kind of thing and they didn't have anything available but at that time i was waiting for another stable job that paid really good i think it was like 17 dollars, something like that and i was like oh baby this one we need to get on two weeks okay it was like a cleaner's place and i was listen listen to how chaotic this is to emotionally even absorb okay i was going through it and this is like partial of the thing that i'm telling you because i have to fit all this in like a very little time uh but (laughs) so i went to la and i stayed with one of my uncle my dad's twin which was so crazy to me because i haven't seen my dad in almost like 14 years and seeing my my uncle it was like i'm seeing my dad it was so strange it's so strange having a twin dad uh they look alike they look exactly like obviously they're twins i stayed with them for a week and then a week later i was like i have to go like i felt like there was a mission i needed to go and complete in san diego because maybe i was making my life a lot harder and i had this my mentality where i need to be able to handle my shit without any help and yeah i went back thankfully everything worked out after then it was everything was just working out i got the job i eventually quit every uh, like (laughs) this the second week uh because it was just not going well over there um it was not going well but i still had my other job of uh, taking surveys over the phone (laughs) i liked it but, yeah, it was there was a lot of things going on, but at the uh, then I found a hostel, which is like a place where um there's like bed twin beds. I don't know how to explain it it's like uh there's multiple beds in one bedroom, there's like double beds uh there's female room, male room um uh, i found a place like that and i was cool with it i was just like it's all females i've never had this kind of life or this kind of experience so i was like i'll check it out and it's you know different people that come to hostels it's like uh international mainly inter- international people uh, but sometimes you do run a- you come across people who are from the states and um yeah it was pretty cool and then eventually I broke down. I was like, I have to move back to Houston. Yeah, but it was a whole lot of things that I was going through. And that's what I'm saying. It's like, I didn't even consider any of that. Like, I didn't even think all that was going to happen. I went in with a completely positive attitude. Um, you know, like, everything's going to work out. It did. For the most part, it did. But sometimes, like, people make it sound like it's delightful, and i did for some time i was just like no no no, it was great i did that go do it pick up your stuff go move you know what i'm saying Uh, don't do it (laughs) you know like actually if you have the money and the means to do it go ahead and do it but like if you're not stable like uh, financially stable you know don't do it because i'm very spontaneous and i just go have a thought move move but now uh we have added my emotions to the chat and mentally emotionally and physically uh, like action uh we kind of have to you know come to some kind of agreement and then proceed because this whole getting up and uh, like spontaneously doing shit has consequences and i've learned from it and i'm just like nah it sounds good but listen be plan it out a little bit i just don't like planning because i feel like i i like going with the flow okay so i kind of learned to plan things it's good even though it's not fun it's a little bit less chaotic you know um but yeah take uh i literally had like so many topics to talk about but this took over for like an hour and 40 minutes but anyways <clears throat> I will probably sail on Saturday. Um But yeah, I don't know if I was about to touch on <laughs> base on anything else. Uh but yeah, take things into consideration. Consideration! Oh my god, look at that! Look at Consideration, take things into consideration. woo But yeah, shout out to you and your family. Shout out to Shout out to everybody in San Diego, literally, who had came through, helped me out, all the good people that I met. Those people, shout out to them all day, every day, okay? I um, love them. I love them. They are family. I'm just kidding. They're not, but they're... Shout out to them and their family. Uh, But yeah, anyways, have a lovely... It's Friday Eve. So have a lovely weekend shout out to you and your family um, have a delightful weekend baby i will see you on saturday but yeah have a good have a good day